Last week on Sunday Extra, we discussed the deaths of 159 Indonesian children from acute kidney failure, thought to be related to locally manufactured kids' cough syrups that have been found to contain excessive levels of DEG, diethylene glycol and the like. That horrifying situation has worsened in the last week. Indonesian health officials said on Monday that out of 320 reported cases of acute kidney injury, 195 children have died, with 27 kids still hospitalised. Dr Dickie Budiman is an epidemiologist and advisor to the Indonesian government on the pandemic recovery. He believes the death toll from these acute kidney injuries could be much higher than the 195 confirmed deaths to date. Dr Budiman, welcome to Sunday Extra. Hi Julian, thank you for having me. Dr Budiman, the official figure is that 195 children have died. What do you anticipate the true figure is and why would it be so much higher? Okay, uh, my working experience for over than 20 years in Indonesia from rural area until the national level and even also at the global level teach me, uh, taught me about how the Indonesian uh, health system and also how the community responding to their uh, problem in facing like uh, the health problem. So the majority of Indonesian, 80% of them, even the current figure uh, from the National Statistics Bureau say, if they sick, they will treat by themselves. They will stay at home. They will not go to the hospital. They will not go to the uh, medical doctors to get advice. And they just go to the pharmacist or chemist to get the medicine by themselves, for example, the syrup. So this situation sent us the very clear message that the hospitalization, the case in hospital, will not give us the real figure of what happened in community. That's the, the first reason. And the second one is that our surveillance system that uh, established during this pandemic is still very passive, very passive. And it means they just detect the majority cases in hospital, in health facilities, especially in city and not in rural area. So it means the government figure related to this acute kidney injury just based on hospitalization. And those two reasons already also uh, confirmed because I'm also in uh, Indonesian Medical Association at the national level. And I communicate with many of my colleagues at the rural area. And they say the government report that said three dead cases of this uh, uh, acute kidney injury. But when my college talk with the local community, they say maybe the number is two times higher. So the implications of what you're saying, Dr. Budiman, is that those 320 cases from which 195 children died may just be drawing on only 20% of the Indonesian population. Exactly. Dr. Budiman, is this alarming spike in cases of acute kidney injury all linked to the two Indonesian manufacturers whose cough syrups had unsafe and illegal levels of DEG in them? So far, the government finding can relate it to this finding. But the problem is the many of 
the cough syrup that consumed but by the public, the majority is in cheaper price. And mm. majority of them uh, under the no, uh, low social economic status. So very often when they already finish to consume their medicine, they just throw away the medicine. And so it's not easy to then identify what kind of syrup uh, they already consume. But then also uh, we know that the problem with Indonesia also, there's many also manufacturers who produce this kind of cheaper cough syrup. So I think it is too early or too premature to come to conclusion that only two of them become the one who responsible for this situation. It's also too early to say that the problem with this acute kidney injury only related to glycol because Julian, only around, let's say, maximum 70% of the cases is uh, related to the consumption of the syrup. But the rest... There is no related drug of the, the, the syrup. So it means we need, I mean, Indonesia need to do the very comprehensive investigation to find the, what is the cause of this uh, acute kidney injury. Yes, absolutely. Because if 70% of these known cases, and you've already told us that, that yes. those numbers are likely to be uh, much larger than that, but if only 70% exactly. of those cases are related to these cough syrups, the question then becomes, yes. well, what else might explain yes. this acute exactly. spike in acute kidney injuries? Do you have a sense of what it might be, Dr. Budiman? As far as we know, rest on our experience, based on the literature also, uh, we know infection, chronic infection, uh, which is a very common in Indonesia. We have endemic infectious disease like malaria or dengue. And those two can become also the cause of the acute kidney injury. And uh, we know also the quality of water, uh, because contaminated water can also become the cause to this acute kidney injury because many of uh, our children, especially below five years old, also has this diarrhea problem. And diarrhea also will cause, you know, dehydration. Dehydration, uh, one of the very main cause of the acute kidney injury in many rural areas. So those potential causes also should be elaborate more, uh, including the infection, to find what is the other cause for this situation. Otherwise, we, we cannot prevent the similar situation in, in the future. On Sunday Extra, we're speaking with Dr. Diki Budiman, epidemiologist and advisor to the Indonesian government on the pandemic recovery. Uh, Dr. Budiman, as I've said, you advise the Indonesian government about responding to COVID-19. What's your assessment of the government's response to this wave of acute kidney injury cases? Of course, I appreciate the government respond to give the treatment, to also import the antidote for the uh, children who are hospitalized. Uh, but of course, this response, I, I not really agree to use this wording, respond, but because it's uh, more about the reaction uh, mm. to treat the patient, it's only effective for the case who are in hospitals. But the most important also uh, that we, the government should do is to investigate, to prevent 
the other cases, which is maybe now is uh, happening because the government, since the beginning of this crisis, never state this as the national crisis, or we call it the uh, outbreak uh, status. And for that reason, then the similar situation still happening now because the Indonesian system of health is, I think it's almost similar like maybe in, in Australia, because I was also in Queensland, right? So the health district office is not under Ministry of Health directly. They are under the local government. So the local government supervised by Ministry of Home Affairs, which is not Ministry of, of Health. So without this outbreak status, it is very difficult to coordinate, to collaborate, to respond to this situation. The s- system that the government chooses is not appropriate yet or not uh, strong enough. It's very concerning to hear what you're saying, Dr. Budiman. The number of cases may be much higher, and from what you're saying, the government and regulatory environment means that there may be more cases going undetected that could be dealt with uh, better. Uh, Dr. Tiki Budiman, thank you so much for speaking with us on Sunday Extra. Thank you, Julian. That was Dr. Dickie Budiman, epidemiologist and advisor to the Indonesian government on the pandemic recovery and obviously the scale of what's already a horrifying situation in Indonesia at this stage still very hard to gauge. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.